0: Hi everybody, how are you doing today? Happy Tuesday. Hope your day went well. I had a crazy, crazy busy day today. We'll get to that in a moment. While we're waiting on folks to join, reminding you to check out my website, Cooped Up. That is where you can find lots of stuff about me there. I'm Cooped Up is my handle in all the social places. Would love to follow, and particularly if you are on the Instagrams and uh wherever you watch or listen to this because this is broadcast on facebook live youtube live as well as rebroadcast on all of the major streaming platforms in case you just want the audio audio version be sure to click the bell subscribe button whatever it is so you do not miss a minute of the fun and with that let's get rolling i hope everyone had a great day so i i'm having a good day it's just a very very busy day so first thing out of the shoot I started the day uh, weighing myself because that's what you do when you hit the certain age, especially when you're on a diet. As I've said in previous broadcasts, I am on the Octavia diet right now. I'm trying to just shed the weight that I gained, the 25 pounds that I gained during the pandemic. I have news for y'all. I have lost uh, like 13 pounds of them. Yay! More notably, I have lost eight pounds since last Monday. Yesterday, it was six pounds. Somehow, between yesterday and today, I lost another two pounds. That is what is happening to me. I had someone ask me if I got a haircut. I've had someone tell me that my face looks, my smile looks bigger, my face looks thinner, all of that. So I am there for it. Hey, Mama, good to see you. So yeah, I weighed in at exactly 212 this morning. I started the Octavia Diet last Monday at 219.8, so... For rounding, we're going to say that's 220. Um, but yeah, I, I am there for this. I'm very happy. And I'm tempted, I'm tempted to celebrate with a glass or two of wine, which then derails the diet. It's like the vicious cycle of, oh, well, I want to eat something to celebrate. I want a cookie or a cake. But no, I got to keep it going. I literally just need I literally just need like 12 more pounds to hit my goal. So I'm over halfway to my goal at this point in less than a month's time. And eight of that has been in a week's time because I finally got on a program. So I'm there for that. So anyway, so that was my celebration this morning. Thank you. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. I am very, very proud of myself as well. And I promised I would not turn into the person who talks about their diet constantly, but I think I have turned into that person. Hey, I'm Cooper. How are you? I'm on the Octavia diet. I've lost eight pounds in the last eight days. Crazy to think about considering I did drink this weekend and I did eat like a steak dinner one night. Um, strike a balance because you always look great. Thank you, Michelle. I just need to get this midsection off. And I've lost my love handles. They are gone now. So I, I look thinner from the side now than I or from the front than I do the side. I've always looked that way, but it used to be when I turned. You Or when I stood forward, I'm starting to show it on the sides. Sides are gone now. So I was very happy about it. And I also, uh, it is so funny to think, and I've talked about this before, I'm sure. It's funny to think that when I was going up, I thought 212 was fat. Like I thought, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Now that I'm on the slide the other direction, the exact same weight. Feels like a million bucks. Like I put on pants today that aren't cutting me in half. I had a I had an event I had to do today. I'll talk about that in a moment too. Um, but uh, the um, it's just funny. It's sort of like how in the weather, like like when it is uh, when it's really hot, ninety degrees feels really cool. But when it's cool, ninety degrees feels really hot. Like I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, Eric is. In the way on his car, I assume on the way home from school, room moms came and decorated my classroom. Room moms are a blessing. yay. so thank you Beth. Um, so and I just ate. so if I'm like pulling stuff out, I will tell you the hardest part about it is eating six times a day and not that it's that's not hard. I have to set a, I have a, an app called Eatwise that is reminding me on my phone and my watch like hey, it's been two hours since your last meal. You have, in the next hour, you need to eat again. When are you going to do it? Do you want like to delay 20 minutes or whatever? Because um, beyond the um, the first few days when I was just constantly hungry, I'm not, like, time just flies by and you're like, wow, what the fuck? Three hours? How'd that happen? How'd that happen? So, yeah. Um, so, and then, so after that, I randomly, randomly, the song, Casey Musgraves song, um well actually it was the first song that came to mind was high horse and i loved i i'm not a huge casey musgraves fan like i could tell you like three of her songs probably um but the ones i like i like a lot um high horse i like so much and that popped into my head this morning and i started listening to it and then i started listening to the song rainbow which uh there's always been a rainbow hanging over your head i just love her little twang too um, that song, though, I forget every freaking time that that song brings me to tears. Like, I'm talking, like, straight on, like, as if I am singing it at my child's wedding, tears. Because I I can make myself cry by just thinking about either of my kids' weddings. It's weird. I know. I'm such a weirdo. But I, I just can think about their weddings and, like, what's happening on – and I need to stop talking about it because I'm starting to get misty-eyed now um, – and I don't know why I do that. Like, I don't know why, because my wedding was wonderful, but it wasn't like the highlight of my life. It wasn't even the best day of my life. It was great. I enjoyed it very much. I'm glad we did it. It was beautiful. It was fun to celebrate with all the, our family and friends and all that kind of stuff. But for some reason, my kids, when I think about it, it's like, I don't know. It's something weird. Anyway, so that song Rainbow by Casey Musgraves is such a, uh, uh, beautiful beautiful song yes eric i'll get to that in a moment to your question um such a beautiful song about people who don't realize that how beautiful they are in terrible situations and the video oh my god y'all the video like it's this woman who's struggling to take care of her kids and i think she's leaving a battered situation too domestic abuse situation and then like this this guy i think he's a gay guy maybe a trans guy is in it. And then there's some other people too. It's just a really, really deep, beautiful, beautiful song. And then it got me thinking, oh, today's National Coming Out Day also. So I, um, I had to post about that. And what a great seg in my life that was. Like I posted that video talking about rainbows and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I've had a couple of people ask me over the years, not today specifically, over the years, like, why is National Coming Out Day important? why do you make a big deal about it? Why should anyone care in this day and age? Why should people care? Well, there's a lot of reasons. One, it is a celebration of people like me finally acknowledging and living their authentic selves. And that takes a lot of work, y'all. And even when you finally accept it, it still takes, I mean, I'm going to say, I still find myself questioning actions, mannerisms, if I have my nails painted or not, whatever. Because I'm questioning my authentic self, like the things I like, all of that kind of stuff, and I'm open enough to see it and 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 hear it and identify it and see it for what it is and say no, that is not me. But that is the importance of today for 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 those of us who have come out. For the most of us who haven't come out yet, it's very important for the rest of us to be visible so that they see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Not you know, those of us who live in the city have it very different than those of us who live in the country. Um, in terms of acceptance and awareness. And, you know, when we were little kids, Eric and I and all the others watching, we didn't have the internet to rely on. It was just what was on TV or what we saw in our community. And that wasn't a lot. Um, At least now the kids have the internet and such. But even then, teen suicide rates are tremendously high um, amongst the LGBTQI uh, plus community, you know, all of that. And so... um, We just keep looping. We just keep adding letters, and the reason we add letters is because we're just trying to. We're the mother hens, and we're trying to protect the flock. So that's why it is so important um, for those that they do see that they have a a rainbow hanging over their heads too. Um, I wonder what that song would sound like if Adele sang it. It is so beautiful. It's a. It's just a piano and her voice. There's not a lot of other stuff. It sounds very Adele-ish. There's so there's some things about it that are uniquely Casey Musgraves. Like she says, darling, darling. And it is one of the main is is a major word in the song. Adele could not get away with that. So they'd have to change it a little bit, but I bet Adele could sing the fuck out of that song too. And I would be there for it. Um, Yeah. Um, Eric asked, why did I post about Angela Lansbury? Lansbury? Did she die? She did. She died um, a couple of hours ago, I guess. And at age 96, I believe, um, if you don't know who we're talking about, get under your, get out from under your rock, use a Google machine. She's very famous. So she's been around forever. She's been around, she was old Broadway, like Sweeney Todd, all that kind of stuff. She may have been like a radio star at some point too. I don't know her whole, her whole filmography and bibliography or whatever you call it. Um, But uh, Many of us know her from. She was uh, in lots of Disney movies. She was in um, the main character in Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Fantastic movie. I actually, you know what? I can't say that. I think it's a fantastic movie. I watched that movie when I was homesick with pneumonia in the fifth grade. That was the same. That was the same uh, winter day, winter week, whatever that the 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 Challenger explosion happened. All of that sort of thing. I was kind of in a state of delirium, so I'm not entirely sure if that movie actually is any good. That's the only time I can remember watching it, but I do remember liking it a lot. Um, I think, was she in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang also? I think she was. She was in that kind of uh, genre of Disney movies back in the day, a big star then. Um, she was on Broadway as uh, the musical version of Auntie Mame, which is called Mame. She was. She played um, Vera Charles, I believe, didn't she, in... The, in Maybe I'm getting that mixed up. No, she was on stage. Was she Vera Charles on stage? Not Vera Charles. B. Arthur was Vera Charles um, on both in both the movie and the stage. Oh man, I'm gonna have my gay card taken away. Anyway, I think she had something to do with May. <laughs> Someone help me, please. I'm digging a digging a hole here. Um, and then she was, of course, in Murder She Wrote, which was a huge show during like the '80s. You know, I can honestly say that I don't know that I've seen more than one episode of that show. It was a show that I didn't really like as, as a young person, but I bet you that if I put it back on my watch list, which I plan to do, that it would be a show that I really, really liked. Um, she's so witty. I had the privilege of meeting her and B. Arthur. Uh, do I have B. Arthur here somewhere? B. Arthur, right? right it's, it's opposite right there. Um, meeting her and B. Arthur, who plays Dorothy, Dorothy Spornak on uh, Golden Girls. At an SMU event, she was uh, Angela Lansbury was receiving in 1999, I believe it was. She was receiving an award from Meadows School of the Arts, the Meadows Award. It had some name. I think it might have just been the Meadows Award, actually. And I saw, um, I got to meet them because I was always I was working at SMU at the time in Alumni Relations, and I uh, um, uh, got to interact with a lot of people. I met uh, Margaret Thatcher during that time. I met Colin Powell. Like always, these big people. But B Arthur and Angela Lansbury of course you know I'm like ah! um I love them more now than I did then but I still was a, a big old fanboy. Um hilarious. They were together doing a little chat. Um it was very much like every compliment had like a little backhanded barb to it. At one point uh I remember them being very tall. And at one point, Angela Lansbury said that B. Arthur is the only actress she's ever worked with who was taller than she. And it got me, I was like, and that stuck with me. But then earlier today, I checked how tall they were. And Angela Lansbury was five foot eight, which is not all that remarkable. And uh, B. Arthur was five foot 10, at least according to the Google machine. So, um, oh, and she was Teapot in Beauty and the Beast. Thank you, Monica. Uh, and Monica's making fun of me. She was in some movie or show at some time in her life. Did that help? Yes. Teapot and Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yes. Tale as old as time. True as it can be. If you know that voice from the movie, the anime, the, the original. Was she in the remake also? I can't remember. But definitely in the animated version. You, you know her instantly. So need to go watch some Murder, She Wrote. Maybe a little marathon of that. I assume it's on Hulu or Netflix, or somewhere. Certainly, Murder, She Wrote is on uh, there. Jessica Fletcher. Um, yeah. So, rest in peace. Isn't she Dame Angela Lansbury? I believe she was uh, knighted by her damed, or damned, or whatever it is. knighted. I think it's still knighted, right? It, and you become a dame. Um, the uh, By Queen Elizabeth. Um, Eric saying, I can't say that I watched a lot of Murder, She Wrote. It was no Golden Girls or Designing Women. That same here, and I think it was an hour long show. And back then, do you remember hour long shows were like remarkably long back then? Um, and now it's no no big woo. Uh, I also think that nowadays, so it's an hour long show, but really it's a forty minute show, so it doesn't seem as long. Oddly, our attention spans as Americans have like like we have none, but then we all sit down and watch fucking. Stranger Things, which is an hour and 20 minutes an episode, and we binge on that, and it's like, MBD, no big deal. So, yes, I said MBD. I'm prone to that. Um, But yeah. Um, Speaking of shows that are long or go by, we'll get off the Angela Lansbury thing unless you'll have something to contribute to that. Oh, but she was so smart and funny and gorgeous. I thought she was stunningly beautiful when I met her. Be Arthur by comparison I don't think she had on an eyelash I don't think she had on an eyebrow I don't think she had on any aquanet uh, she was dressed in like a, a sheath in those nasty old sandals that she always wore on uh, golden girls where her toes kind of curled out the end of them she was no no great beauty she was no great beauty let's put it that way uh, be Arthur I'm talking about but hilarious hilarious I love her still Um but Amazing Race is another. Sh- you know, I'm I'm an Amazing Race super fan, and it was we finally watched the episode from last week. It comes on in Wednesdays, but it comes on so the kids like it too. But it comes on at like nine o'clock, and my kids go to bed at nine or at like nine nine twenty, and so we can't watch a an hour long show at nine o'clock at night. And sometimes it's even like an hour and a half show. Um, so this week uh, on the Amazing Race, uh, it was it's a I'm gonna. There's no spoilers in this. No one goes home because it's not an eliminate. It's it's not a non-elimination. It is a two-parter. That's not going to spoil anything. It is a two-parter. It's a double double something episode. Whatever. Um, but it went by like a flash. Like we were watching. But Todd and I was like, was that the whole episode? Did that end already? Like, how did that happen? Um, my here's my thing on the Amazing Race, and I have probably said this before a thousand times. There are a few things when you get notice that you are going to be on Amazing Race, or any reality show for that matter, RuPaul's Drag Race, any sort of race, there are certain things you need to know. Like on RuPaul's Drag Race, bitch, learn to sew. There's always a sewing challenge. Know your character for Snatch Game. There's always, always, it's like the most iconic thing on the show. Know your character in advance on that, right? Those are like the two cardinal rules of of RuPaul's Drag Race. Amazing Race... Learn to drive a stick shift. You are going to end up having to drive a stick shift at some point. You don't want to be an idiot. You don't want it to take, You don't want that to be the reason you didn't. That, so that's number one. Number two, learn to read a map. It is shocking how many people, even on we're on like season like 473 or something of the show. It's been on since like 2000. Uh, learn to read a map. And so many people are like, I just didn't know. I've never had to navigate without using my phone. I was like, well, then you did not prepare for this show. Bring a compass is the other thing. Always have a compass in your bag and pull it out so that you at least know if you're going from Munich, Germany to Innsbruck, Austria, you know that you are not going north. That you would know that you were at least going south or southeast or southwest, that you were going south. But learn to drive stick. Yes, exactly. I mean, it just drives me insane. And Monica is saying, learn one basic question in several language. Where is, where is, blah, blah, blah. Where is, uh, wo ist der? Yes, that's German, by the way. Um, so, yes. I mean, just that. Um, and what else? Oh, and there's a couple of, like, secondary things. Like, be able to run. Like, at least, I, I know not everyone is... Uh, a bastion of physical fitness. I am definitely not in that category. But if you're going on, if I got on that show, I would at least build up the endurance to be able to run about a quarter of a mile. If I needed to sprint somewhere to get past somebody with a backpack on, all of that, quarter of a mile, yes, do that. And also if you have fear of heights, do something to conquer them or, or at least accept them. Like know that you are not gonna die. I fortunately was not born with any fear of heights. I have like I could stand on this desk which is standing up and not, not a problem. I could hang out the window. Todd makes me climb on the roof. I only get a little uh, queasy about it, like the transfer from the roof to the ladder that freaks me out a little bit. But that's more about falling and not about heights. Um, but generally heights don't bother me a bit like there's always Always going to be a height-based thing, on there. Um, and there was something else I just thought of that I was like, "You got to do too." don't um, you know, it'll come to me in a minute. Yes. So that was that was a late that was a late addition to my card right there, y'all. Um, but yeah, that show I love it. It's just so good. Um, I actually like it a lot now. Also, that they're doing it on chartered a chartered plane because it is eliminating the train stations and the um, airports as the great equalizers. Like I've always thought it was super unfair to people. Someone gets to the airport like three hours earlier than everybody else. And they're completely penalized because they're all getting on the same flight. Drives me nuts. Monica saying, be able to eat or drink anything. Yes. They're not. Here's the thing about this show. They don't want you to die. That's how shows end. That is how they get sued. They don't want you to die. If they know that you have a known allergy and all of that, yes. Oh, yes, Christy, that is what I would say. Learn to read. Reading is fundamental. Read the card. Don't skim it. Don't pretend to know it. Read the card. Read every word on the card. Read it again. Hand it to the other person. Have them read it again. It will save you so much time. Such a good show, though. But on this last one, that reading thing, I was like, oh. And he always the, the show is so funny. Anytime someone does something wrong and they don't realize it yet, there's a, ah, bah, 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 like, in the background. Um, also, this is not what this episode was about, but since I'm so enthusiastic about it, let's keep going. Always choose the physical challenge over the mental challenge. The physical challenge almost always is easier, like, maybe physically harder but just again with the endurance, the physical, the mental one, people have to try and try and try again. The physical one, you almost always get it. Like, always do the physical one. I really need to just be on this damn show already. Um, Monica and I should apply. That would be terrible for the rest of y'all because <clears throat> we would be laughing the whole time, and y'all would have no idea what we were talking about. It would have it would have like subtitles at the bottom, and most of them would say unintelligible, unintelligible. Is that the right word? I think that's the right word. That didn't sound right when I said it, but in my brain, it was the right word. Um, What else? I spent the whole day, so today's Amazon Prime early access sale day. I have not looked at a damn thing. I, I have had meetings, so I had to take the kids to school and then I had to get ready. I had to leave the house at 10 or before that, actually, for a meeting that didn't... I didn't even get to finish that meeting until one thirty. I had a bar in the car, because that's the diet I'm on anyway. And then I, I had to go to another meeting at 2, and then I had to pick up the kids and they got home. Um, the... Uh, so I haven't had a look, but the thing... So I had a little bit of a look, I will say. Unremarkable so far. Like, they were touting all this, like, Black Friday-level sales. And I have this little, like doodad that comes up it's a plugin on my chrome uh, browser that tells me if i can get it better price somewhere else and almost always it is showing the same or better price elsewhere so it's not like and i don't know that it's matching i don't know if zappos is matching i don't know if like best buy is matching are they like i don't know um my mother of course she's uh, required to say this you and monica would be hilarious yes and Monica is saying, "I would need a good bra and depends." Yes, you would. <laughs> I probably would too. Uh, uh, Christy was ta- this, Christy's my cousin, by the way. I was talking about that today. They're gonna get. They're gonna get you know, with a little detail. Um, are you talking about the reading of the instructions? Yes, drives me insane. Um, so, what else? What else? So, if y'all see any deals, let let a bitch know. Because I'm all about the deals. I just want it to actually be a deal. Um, I even look back on some stuff I've purchased recently, and the prices are like marginally better, like 8%, something like that. And I'm like, eh, not really worth getting all jazzed up about. Um, This may affect some of y'all. They are predicting that there is a looming beer shortage. In the United States of America, there is a looming beer shortage because supposedly because of the big freeze in 2021 it somehow impacted the supply of carbon dioxide co2 that is available and co2 is what is used in carbonation specifically for carbonated beverages but also for preserving meats preserving other stuff and so they're having to make choices about do we preserve goods on the shelf or in or i guess on the shelves in the cases or whatever or do we create beer and they're choosing preserving the other stuff? So looming beer shortage. So stock up on your course Light while you can. I don't know if course Light's the one, but yeah. Um, Monica, or Monica's asking for an election update. Da, 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 da. This just in. Uh, so the both children won their elections. Yay! Today, Mason is president of the student council at the Kessler School. Yay! Let's do a little round of applause for him. And Claire. And Claire, yes, there's another one. Claire is the secretary of the student council. So, yeah. And again, like I said yesterday, it just shows you what different children my kids are. Just the the preparation all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I spent the evening last night looking at, public school options for Mason, because he's going into the eighth grade. We are exploring both private school and public school options, uh, just due diligence, all that kind of stuff. And I uh, was looking at the talented and gifted one. It's a magnet. It's just down the street from our house. And it is one of the top high schools in the United States of America, like top 50 high schools, maybe top 25. Uh, It's really, really highly ranked there. And so I went on their website and was looking around and emailed some folks. And someone emailed me back this morning whose kids actually went to our school in preschool. And she was like, yay, blah, blah, blah. And so she asked for some stuff. And she responded back in a way. I actually welcomed the constructive criticism. But she was like, well, you know, with our, you might be better served looking at other programs because, with Mason's scores, which are not bad. They're actually fantastic. He's in like 85th percentile for like all of the core subjects, which means 85% of children his age are behind him on it. So go Mason on that. But she was like, we really only take if it's like 95% or above. I'm like, ooh, like 1%, okay. But at least I'm very happy she did that because you only get to select. So for these special programs, you know, there's so many people who are like proud to be public asterisk, as long as it's a special program and I have to work extra hard for it. I'm joining, potentially joining that crowd. Um, the, uh, uh, you only get to pick five and only two of them can be magnets and the other three have to be either transformation schools or just in school transfer or whatever like that, like to just another high school. That's not your feeder high school. And, um, So I was like, I'm like, well, thank God she told me that we don't blow our chance on that one, Uh, put it there. So anyway, that's, I know that sounds like bad news. Like she called my kid dumb and now I'm like, uh, that's not how I took it at all. It was like, hey, you might not want to waste your shot at this if this is what you're thinking about doing. So yay, Mason and Claire. I know two elected officials in the house. Who knew? Who knew that would happen? So What else do I have on my list? Last thing I have on my list is now that I am renaming my company Multi-Story Media. Did I tell you all that already? I know I told you I was renaming my company. Um, I can't remember if I told you all. Do you want to see the new logo? Let's just go for it. I have not shown this publicly to anyone other than clients, but I feel like it is about time. Let me see if I can open it real quick. Um, Multi-Story Media, and the story behind this Image. Oh, that's not the right one. Um, the story behind this is... Are, oh, they're all showing up as transparent, and I don't want that. Um, come on. Oh, me and technology, y'all. I tell you, me and technology. Um, there we go. The uh, So my PR firm does PR, social media, and product placements, and we specialize in those things for... Commercial real estate, commercial construction, and building materials. Like we do other clients, but th- that's kind of our sweet spot. And as such, and, and we're big on storytelling and all of that kind of stuff. So um, and storytelling meaning like not just writing a generic press release, like making a storytelling. So our company is Multi-Story Media. And this is the new logo. Again, I've only shown it to clients and some select friends. Multi-Story Media. I love it so much. I just love it so much. And our tagline is building stories, building brands. Get the play of words, y'all. We're building stories and it's stories about buildings. And it's building brands. And we're helping build brands. Yes. And all that. see the little mark right there? That is uh, supposed to be buildings and pages. I feel like I'm talking all through the the extremely obvious. But I'm very excited about it. But here's the thing. So we're officially switching over November 1st to this. So we started using the email address, multistory.media is um our website we have not switched the website over yet but that will be the website but the email has switched over and so we're starting to use the logo starting to go into places and now i'm like you know that saying when you have a hammer everything looks like a nail isn't that the saying i may be paraphrasing it but um or when the only thing you have is a hammer everything looks like a nail something like that well now i'm like when you got to (sighs) I have a way with words until I don't. And then I lose them. Sorry. I'm like, what can I put this logo on? I need a mouse pad. I need a notepad. I need a t-shirt. I need a coverall. I need a bag. I need, I'm going to pour my, I'm going to swag myself into the poorhouse. But yes, I'm very excited about it. And then the little, all the different colorations and the little icons that can be used on stuff. I'm thinking about doing like the logo on the front of a baseball cap, which I never wear. But for some reason I want a baseball cap that has my logo on it. On the baseball cap and that little thing, either the building stories, building brands on the back, or the little little buildings thing. So I'm very, very, very happy with it. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Mom. My mother is always complimenting me. Thank you. So much different than my childhood. <laughs> I kid, I kid. My mother actually was a wonderful mom when she was a wonderful mom. <laughs> oh, so alrighty. Am I blushing? yeah i think i am sorry mom um all righty well let me check the comments real quick and then i'm gonna sign off (laughs) mom i'm sorry (laughs) i can't believe i said that all righty all righty well with that i love you i I really do especially you mom it's important to know you were loved especially you mom um i love that you watch this thank you so much and um I will see you tomorrow. I don't know if Carrie will be here tomorrow. I've not talked to her today about anything. I've been so busy. Um, oh, thank you. My mother. This is where I get my self-deprecating humor, by the way, and my honesty about things and all of that. My mom's like, yeah, it's true. It's true. I love a good embarrassing story about myself, and I think I get that from you too. Um, so, alrighty. Well, I will see you tomorrow at 4.30 for another episode of Cooped Up Live, should I say. Talk to you later. Bye.